You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, David. We're live, right? Yes. Cool. Welcome to Talk About Gay Sex. I am your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City. And guess what? We are live. Yay! With with a live audience, people. And you can't see them right now, but we're going to bring some of them into the picture here, some of our past guests. But guess what else it is, guys? It is the first day of summer. Which Yay. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, hot bodies will be on the streets, and it is Gay Pride Week, so Yay. we're excited. But I'm joined by my two sidekicks co hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez on the far right over there. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. You too. And Steve Carpenter to my right. Good afternoon. Oh, good evening. Sorry. Good evening. <laughs> exactly. The sun has gone down, yes. Exactly. But we are so excited to be live. We want to thank everybody that's been listening to the show. Um, the feedback has been phenomenal. Really, feedback I mean, has been great. Yeah, totally. And sometimes feedback people tell me when they don't like it too. Oh, <laughs> but, that's Scott, still, but that's still great feedback. I got my friend Scott in the audience who <laughs> keeps me on check, which is what I really love. It's like, bitch, don't talk that way. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I want to kind of get into it today because we always start off with kind of a juicy story. And I've been on a cruise uh, with my mom. Uh, it was her 80th birthday, so there's not much sexual stories there. However, not, not much. However, says, not much. Yeah. However. The, uh, my sister and I, we would go get massages like daily. Cause, and there was one guy, Pedro. He was so like adorable, gave the best massages. And he, friendly. Yes, he's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. He's from Lisbon, I think, or right outside of Lisbon. And we're friends on Facebook. But I, it, the minute I got off the plane, I ran home, got a massage here by a guy that is like, the, you know, what, what I wanted from Pedro, the, the happy ending. It was amazing. <laughs> and, there's some, and there's somebody in the audience here who referred him to me, um, and he can attest to it that he was pretty, he's pretty spe- special. The happy he follows through. He does. He does. But I don't know about you guys. No one told me about him. I don't know about you guys, but like when you have um, a massage and, you know, when you're going for that hot guy, mm-hmm. d- is, does it matter to you that he knows what he's doing like with the massage? Or do you just want? To I get mean, I've thing? honestly never had a, a happy ending. Of course, you. What's with the millennials? <laughs> I mean, you guys are like, oh no! <laughs> Don't you find that with the millennials? So I mean, they're so they're all about the the, uh, the final ending or the uh, finish off. But I've had very good massages done before. But it's always by like a little woman with a lot of strength in her hands or like. But I'm, no, yeah. no hot but men. No, not not that. No. How about I'm you? I know you out. probably like. 
good Actually, massage. Actually, no, I do like a good massage, but I have never had a massage with a happy ending. Really? Although, am I like crazy? Is no, anybody in the audience here? Have, <laughs> help me out here. You're perverted. <laughs> I'm perverted. Oh, well, maybe I am. But that's I why mean, I did a show called Talk About Gay Sex. I did have a two-hour <laughs> massage in Thailand with a very handsome Thai man who was trying to do a happy ending, but I just, no, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I was enjoying the massage so much, I didn't want sex. So to answer that question, we do like the technique. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. There's somebody, though, that we're going to bring up, Master Joshua, who was on our last episode, that he'll probably talk a little bit about the, rele- the importance of release, I yes. think. But you recently were in Fort Lauderdale, Steve Carpenter. I was, yes. And you stayed at a place called uh, Leather Inn. It's called In Leather. In Leather. Why don't I keep saying that? In Leather. Yeah. Um, so, and, hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. We're giving you a shout-out for your place. In Leather on Route 1. Uh, <laughs> but what, describe it for um, the audience. So, it's a gay guest house, and it's... I'm sorry? In Jersey? No, 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 Jersey. Not in Jersey. It's in Fort Lauderdale. Um, it's a gay guest house, and it caters to the, um, the leather community, the BDSM community. Um, every room has a sling, um, and it's clothing optional everywhere, and a, well, inside the the gates right. inside the compound. Um, so it can be very interesting sometimes. Wow, you know? and I heard you had some fun there, yes? Um, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is why I keep going back there. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. this, you wouldn't like this very much, right, Jeremy? No. I mean, it's so not your, I mean, you this, like. I like the sling packed away, and yeah, I like the sun and the pool. Right. But well, I like also bathing suits on. Right, right, right. Because it's usually the clothing optional that leave the option to people that you might rather than wear have a swimsuit on. That's true. So, yeah. That, yeah. that happens too. I, I personally am. I like a, a little bit to the imagination as well. Right, so right. I don't feel comfortable that way because, yeah. And I'm one of those that like really <laughs> wants to. Um, you know, walk around naked. And Embrace. Girl, I we, do. we have a like, problem I with have... you keeping your clothes on. <laughs> no, I mean, I really do want, I mean, but like 100%, you know, birthday suits, yeah. walk around, and I, I'm getting there, I'm getting closer to it, um, but when it, you know, in my mind, I'm like running around doing that, and, you know, but then I'm, I'm fearful that I'm going to get hard, and then, you know, uh, what would that mean? And, oh my God. And, and, yeah. What would the other men think? Well, I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> they might have the things that are like plaguing <laughs> I have to put, yes, I gotta practice. Practice at home. Yeah, I could do that. And like my neighbors can watch, and yeah, I think that would be interesting. I'm sure it's nothing brand new, to be honest, but. No, I don't think so. But, and then Jeremy, in the last several weeks, um, one of your top stories was the story of the, that when I was looking at our numbers, everyone seemed to really love that story that you told about uh, the lunch break. Can you refresh Uh, people that didn't listen? uh, So the story was, I had met someone from Tel Aviv, and I was really into them. And sexually, compatible-wise, we just didn't mesh, but we were really attracted to each other. So, like, one of us, both of us like to be dominant. And so I was like, okay, well, we can have fun. And I only had, like, a very small amount of time. So we made it work. Uh, I actually How does that work, though, when there's two dom? I mean, it's like when, when they say there's two well, bottoms, it's like... Because if you're attracted to the person, that really doesn't matter. Things are going to so, happen. Yeah. You, Somebody just there's, has, an attra- there's a magnetism. Okay. And there's exactly. Just it's like, just like you figure out. It doesn't just always like have to be fucking. Just like your can yeah. still be fine. Okay. I mean, at a nudist resort, you find a way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah. Uh, so he... On, on my lunch break, we gave it enough time to uh, get intimate. 
And so... Uh, and you were at your boss's like apartment, Yes, right? yes. Who was which, gracious enough yes, to let you use it. Yes, was gracious enough to just say, oh, yeah, you can come over and... Sean? Yes. <laughs> you can use my apartment again. So, uh, <laughs> so I strolled on over there, met him there, and then uh, it was literally just an intense rimming session, and that was it. And at the ending, he asked me, are you ready for me to come? And I was like, yeah, like, whenever you want. And I didn't realize that like what he meant. Like, yeah. And I didn't really warning. realize why he was making such a point of it. So once he's like, are you really, really ready? I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Just go. And it was, like, just so intense. It shot all over the entire room. And it was literally the most amount of cum I've ever seen in my life. And I didn't even... I honestly didn't even Jackson know that that Pollock. was like. I didn't even know that that was like human. But he had to clean was, up the Jackson like, Pollock because it's the same buckets of cum. This is exactly what it was. I honestly don't even remember the name. But <laughs> yeah, what's Tel his Aviv. Number? It was Tel Aviv. I think if you're prepared for that, it's like hot and. It was this. This. But you're like, I'm on a lunch break. I, you couldn't now I gotta even clean be prepared up? for the, this amount. It was like just every direction and it's not my apartment so right. I'm like fuck now I have to clean exactly and, and go back to work it's on the wall it's on the bed it's on the sheets it's on the nightstand it was literally everywhere so yeah that was wow that happened and it was hot and fun and it was interesting, interesting. and I was not ready but I thought that I was and it was still fun regardless I had to clean up a lot but I love it. I love it. Well, today's kind of a random day. We're going to, jumping out, we're going to bring special guests in. But we got a tweet recently, and somebody was asking a question, and I want to know what you guys think, or you all audience members here. But uh, this person is in a relationship, and they're, but it's like open, basically. And so they were asking, you know, why is it that some millennials, when always wonder, like, you know, oh, I'm not going to hook up with you when they find out that this person is married, even though this person is fine with it. So you're saying the person outside of the relationship well, chooses... And they're like, they... they're finding each other like on a, you know, an app, basically, and going to hook up. But when, the, when the, the younger person realizes that one of my friends or this guy is in a relationship or married, it's like, oh, no, I can't go there. But they're just hooking up. Is that, is that a millennial thing? No. I mean, I think it's just maybe by choice if they're kind of picky... Or they really just want somebody that's single, and but, maybe it's to leave the but it's option a open to get it's more. Like, it's not like it's. No, but but I I can remember you know years ago when I was young when everything was in black and white. Um, <laughs> yes. It's you know it, it, it was like that. It was, I, I just find that the younger the younger crowd, uh-huh. you know it, now it's talk more into this. There was young the younger crowd tend to be more interested in a relationship, and they don't really want somebody that they can't have, you know, other than sexually. Got you know, it. In case it goes that way, right. you know, right. I, I wasn't that way, but um, and still I'm not. But <laughs> Got it. But, yeah, it's a, that, that's, my, that's my take on it. I think, Jeremy, what do you think about that? I mean, I think it's just whatever your option is. You don't need to make it complicated if you're not into that. And you right. want the person to be single, then so be it. Just keep it moving. Right, right. Steve, yep. you got to talk a little bit more into this mic. Okay. Yeah. Or, or turn his volume up. We are live, so <laughs> there will be a little... Is it better? Okay, good. Um, interesting, now, just how that Give us is little signals. You know, well, up, I think we should down. bring up some special guests that have been... And why don't we just bring up... our Jeremy and I did this premiere episode. It was one of our highest-rated shows. It was one of our... One of our... All three of our dearest friends. We see him all the time. Gregory Nelbone... Can you come up here? He, he was. 
I wasn't hi. ready. Hi. 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 Welcome back. Hi, thank you. Yes. What's up? Yes. Good evening, everybody. So your episode, uh, thank you for doing that one, did so well. And that was the episode that we talked about, what's your game? Right. right? Mm-hmm. And right. I think that it got us, it was the first episode, and I don't think I was really, I think I was thinking of it because... The straight community talks a lot about game. I mean, I don't, the gays, do we talk about like how you pick up guys? We don't talk about that much. So it got us all thinking a lot, right? right? right. Like, well, I don't know. What do we do when we go to the bars? And what do we like? What's our MO? And yours was the walk, right? You talked a lot about your, or your strut. Did, or I did we say that? No, we noticed that. That was me. No. No, my no. I just kind of like. I think I no. My look. I would look at the person. That okay. was mine. The, mine oh, was the stare. I thought I would my engage the person first. Yeah, I don't remember that being yours. I don't. What was mine actually? It just oh, I just go up oh, to people. Oh, yours was like say hi to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? No, think no, I, no. Because I have one of Frank Pond, who was one of on our episodes. Right. Um, he has that notion that a lot of people go up to people and it's just like a numbers game, like throw a dart. And you know, he doesn't like this. He says he hates when people do that. And I agree. It's like okay, don't just go up to everyone. You know, you've seen those guys. And yeah. No, I go to guys that I actually yeah, am interested no, I mean, in. You have a selective. Selective. Yeah. But it, a selective, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But I don't think I said that selective I was like handful. prancing in front of people, <laughs> I like, like, like walking around them and doing like a little show or something. Right, I don't right. think I did that. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were sharing, one of the things we were talking about is you were sharing a story that, because you've got some crazy. If, he, if you can only hear, I want him to write a book. Oh, my God. He has the crazy, <laughs> and he used to be a go-go dancer, and, Perform- and I know you don't want to share all Performance artist. Performance artist, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, but there was one you were like telling me just offline. Yeah, we, ha- you know, back in the day when I was doing my little go-go numbers for like, I don't know, 10 years, all the different clubs and all the different bars, there was a place called Zone Decay. Does anyone <laughs> remember that place? Old-timers yeah. in the house. Yes. I mean, it wasn't that, I mean, being a millennial, you know, I, it wasn't that long. You're one, I'm one, man. It, wasn't, it was kind of maybe 15 years ago, and it was this really amazing bar. They played this, like, intense, like, dirty, sexual, throbbing house music, Ooh. and there was a huge stage in the center, and theatrical lighting, like, red spots coming from one way, and, like, blue spots coming from another way, and... They made us. They made us feel like these go-go stars because, I mean, big-name celebrities used to come there. And wow. I'm not saying there may or may not have been people like in these like catacombs around the outskirts doing of the bar certain, doing yeah. things that like could shut down a bar. But I'm not saying that happened. Maybe not but, then. So it was really mobbed all the time. And like like maybe 12 a.m. like would be like the first go-go boy to go on. We were, they, no, we were like go-go men actually. Go-go you know, gods. Go-go Let's just gods. Say it, Fuck it yes. Go- <laughs> I mean, come on. And I, I think I went on like they warmed him up, and like I went on like third. It was like the big like crescendo of the night because that was like my go-go heyday, and I was like the best shape of my life, and I was young and. Uh, <laughs> was, oh, and so tell the story. Uh, all right, all right. So so anyway, oh, so I used to do I used to do oh, this co- this cop number where I would like you know sunglasses and cop shirt, jock strap, high boots, body oil like. All glistening and shining, and I would like you know we'd like, you know we in the back you get prepared we yeah. get all ready and I like strut out onto the stage and right around this time though the bar had gotten 
their, they lost their liquor license because... The catacombs. The catacombs. And so <laughs> they were able to have dancers, hire dancers that could like take all their clothes off and that would do that. So they were really going, of course, I never did that, but there were some guys that would do that. Now so do I like, was following a guy. Yeah, now I do it. <laughs> at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> $10. Exactly. For free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> so, so I was following this guy that just used to get up on the stage and just like whip his dick out and just like just stare at the crowd and just like jerk off and I'd like, I was like can't believe I'm here what am I doing in this world but like I'm so innocent but I would you know yeah, right. <laughs> and unbeknownst to me he had actually like come on the stage so oh. no one mentioned this to me and so I'm like strutting up onto the stage up the stairs and like it's like, maybe three foot off in character, light a cigarette. I'm like, yeah, sunglasses on, feeling myself like, you know, everything I had in that moment, Listening. soaking up the lights. And I touched the stage with my boot and the slipped right on the load and my heels went up in the air and I fell down <laughs> on my back and like, ah! <laughs> in front of this room full of people. It was the most horrifying moment of my life. Oh, and you had a bunch of your, your personal fans there who had their own table. Too. No, no, and this, there, was like, there was like the VIP table like right in the front and this guy that used to like follow me everywhere and just throw like hundreds of dollars at me. He was like, oh my God, what did you do to him? And he like ran and got like a rag and Sort of like try to clean up the like the oh. stage and like oh my god and it wasn't I, even like you didn't even get to benefit from the load I mean it wasn't like you know what I mean like well I mean for those of us that might be into that that I mean it was like yeah know, I was like no not quite so that was my that was one of maybe my top most embarrassing New York moments wow so yeah. and I just but only one. Only one. That was it. Lots of them. I've heard the next show. We'll talk about the other stuff. But that was. But it made me a stronger person, and I just, I quit the business, and I moved on to a more stable life as a bartender. I love it. Are we gonna before you go? Are we gonna get to see you do any more cabaret shows? This guy, he does an amazing cabaret. He's got an amazing voice. (laughs) Didn't I tell you? A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. And I love your shows. Yeah. And and you, and in between, like a good cabaret show, you get his amazing, you know, music. But he he tells these great stories, and it's like an amazing show. And and I didn't prompt him for this either. Yeah, you didn't say. I I did not prompt him. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 sort of waiting for another wave of artistic inspiration to sort of flood my soul and then I'll uh, I'll take it from there Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) thank you Jeremy gentlemen if you can flood him (laughs) I'll do a show I have to go (laughs) so I hope you enjoyed my story and my embarrassing story I did I loved it it. I love it thank you so much and I'll see you soon okay baby we want to have you on in season two so please come back thank you bye thank you thanks Gregory I love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's keep it moving. We've got so many people here in the audience that I want to bring up. Um, there was somebody that really... Where is he, Joey? <laughs> oh, he's right there, right in front of me. One of the... Um, who, who did the I did. Religion and Sex? Yeah. So that episode, Religion and Sex, really, I got so much feedback from it, thinking that, oh, is this going to be... It wasn't necessarily sexual, but it really precluded you know, how we all approach our own sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so I did it anyway, and it's with my dear friend Joey. And Joey, he's here, DJ Joey Z. Can you come on up here? Hello. Hi. You gotta talk right into that. 
Um, your episode, like, I got so much feedback from people actually said, uh, a couple people, it was their favorite episode. And it was interesting because you were really encouraging me to do this podcast. And you said, just say yeah, what you want. Yeah, I kept telling you every week, let's do it, let's do it. But it, even the podcast in general, you were saying, just say what you want to say, like, yeah. don't, like, monitor. And so then when you said the religion and sex one, I was like, is that going to be sexual enough? But actually, it was one of our highest rated. So um, how did, did you get feedback? And I'm just curious to know, because you put yourself on the line. Yeah, yeah. some friends were like, um, you were very open. I didn't know all those things about you. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, did, because what I heard was, too, that... Um, people related. I mean, I'm yeah. Catholic, and I don't know if you didn't. I'm, I'm Buddhist. Buddhist. Yeah. You didn't really have. But I grew up. Yeah. I grew up Presbyterian. Presbyterian. But it yeah. was a good conversation. It was, yeah, it was a great. Yeah, conversation. and I think a lot of people can really just relate in general when you have any sort of you know patriarchy or any like religion in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's well, tough. The, the whole shunning of of gays from from religion in general. I think you know that was a really good. You know, it was a really good topic, and the way you talk about it is really, it's, it was very exposing, you know, but very, you know. And the level of if religion does impact it and how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And it really does relate to Pride Week here, because it, Pride Week really is about a lot of it, but at the core, it's like when we all come out and, have, you know, remembering Stonewall and all the things that you have to, and so your story really did touch a lot of people, and, but you do have a good relationship or starting to get a relationship now with your family, right? Somewhat. I mean, I visit them maybe once a month or every other month. I'm trying to get there. I mean, I want a relationship with them, but it's like I don't feel good about myself when I see them because they, they try to bring up, like, when are you going to get married? Like, they think it's a phase. Well, you can marry they a man. <laughs> yeah, they don't get it. They think it's a phase, and it's like I feel worse when I see them for some reason. Right. So you can still to, it's a slow process, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like... I want to see them, but then I don't because I feel worse. Like, I don't like sitting there and, and them asking me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? Because it's like, I want to make them happy, but I want to be happy too. Right. But you are doing, the good thing is that you are doing things. I mean, you're DJ, a lot of people don't know, but DJ Joey Z, and you keep getting gig after gig, yeah. which must feel great. I mean, you did one last night. You're doing one for Pride Sunday, right? What's that? Yeah, I'm doing uh, Sunday, a Pride rooftop party here in New York City. And then my big announcement, I just got booked for Atlanta Gay Pride. I'm doing the opening. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. I'm doing the opening party at uh, Georgia Aquarium, which is a big, big deal. Awesome. That's great. That's going to be cool. I might have to go to that one with you. You might have to go. I, I will go. If you don't go, you're going to get chopped like off. notorious for getting you to commit to things. And, but I love it. And, we, and I love traveling with you. So we'll be in Mykono. Actually, an announcement is our season two opener. Um, is going to be in Mykonos, Mykonos yeah. and Joey's going to help me by the poolside for uh, circuit sex. Circuit sex, that's circuit what we're calling it? Sex, yeah. yeah, circuit sex. So we're going to be by the pool, and it should be a lot of fun. So, And we'll be... Um, to remind people where they can find your mixes. Uh, it's on Heart at This. Heart, it's hard to say that. Heart, heart at, at This. His, yeah. yeah. I'll list it again. Yeah. And then the other one is Podomatic. Podomatic, yep. Yeah, just DJ Joey Z. Well, thank you so much, and thank you... You know, you're my friend, but thank you. That really um, reached a lot of people for sharing your thank story. Thank you for having me and sharing everything. Yep, and you will yeah. see him again on episode in the premiere episode of Yay. season two. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Interesting. Somebody that I don't think is here, but I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, Daniel Nardiccio, he does D-World, and that was the one we did. Yeah. And All together, was, yeah. I was, yeah, so, yeah. Look, I was looking at his, he has these, for anyone that doesn't know, he, he, get, he has these emails, D-World, and it's all the parties he throws, and one of them he's doing um, in New Orleans, and it's called Bet, Bathhouse, and Beyond. <laughs> and he has this singer that um, is going to basically redo the songs of Bette Midler. And I thought, God, what great timing he has because of, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of our, um, somebody just saw um, Bette today and in her. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Gypsy. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Well, I don't know why I said Hello, Gypsy. Dolly. Hello, Dolly. And so I was just, I thought that, but what he's encouraging people to do, like um, when she used to do the bathhouses back in the 70s, was people, it was at a bathhouse and people are in their towels. And so they're kind of recreating that. But it brought me to. I find that so interesting. Well, yeah, and he still continues this sort of theme. He produces shows with, like, you know, he's done Liza Minnelli, Linda Eater, and then he'll do, like, um, Mr. Nude York, and he'll do a big dick contest, and he has this like duality, which I think is great. Yeah. But it got me thinking, like back in the day, maybe you can, Steve Carpenter, talk a little bit to this. How did that work? Like you're seeing a singer, but you're in your towel. Are you like watching a number? Oh, I got to see that number, and then run back, and y your heels are in the air, or maybe not you, but I mean, <laughs> I don't, or your feet. I mean, how does that that interest that duality is kind of interesting? Well, I mean, I, I never I never saw her perform at Continental Bass. I was not here then, but. Uh, but she was also, what people don't know, is she was, uh, she was an actress in Fiddler on the Roof, mm -hmm. the original Fiddler on the Roof on Broadway, and she was playing one of the daughters, I don't remember which one, and then, um, then she'd finish the show, and then she'd run up to the you know, Upper West Side, the Continental Baths, and, and she'd do her show, and Barry Manilow was her pianist. Wow. So, um, and a ranger, so, so it was Barry Manilow and Bette doing this show, and, and there's actually, there's a recording of it on YouTube. Um, one of her shows, like it's a whole hour. You can you can find it on YouTube. It's it's really fun. I guess but it would be kind of be like the, you know a lot of people have Super Bowl parties when like the gays will have them, and of course I'm being stereotypical right now, but they'll have like you know they'll have a Super Bowl party because like Beyonce's you know the headliner <laughs> it's of the not show. About the football and game. so no one's watching that. I've even heard of like sex parties at Super what? Bowl day. I have. I'm serious in L. A. And there'll be, like, no one's watching the game. The game's on, but, like, say, you know, Madonna was performing that year. And, and that's when everyone stops And they'll playing. be, like, having sex and, you know, slings are out and everything's... And then halftime report, halftime's on, and everyone's like, Shh, you know, lube's flying, and it's like, get up, you know, and they're running to go watch <laughs> Madonna or something. Well, that so that makes guess, is awkward. So, I mean, I guess it would have been the same, like, with these bathhouse things, too, yeah. right? I yeah. Mean, that, but I find that so interesting. Like, but people... People but we are interesting. We're interesting people, so it doesn't. It shouldn't be that, right? People used to go to the bathhouse just to see her, right? As well, because she became so popular, um, and it was like around the pool area. So, you know, she she always said she never saw any um, 
she never saw any penises, although she looked very, very hard for them. I bet. But then she saw she was performing one night. And she saw she saw a priest come in. You know, oh. see, so she, you know, so sure it wasn't a costume. No, and it was like okay, because no, that's a fantasy. No, I mean, it wasn't a fantasy. Confessional. This, this guy was a this guy was a priest. Tour. And, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out. And and Bette Midler went running running around. Everyone said, "Quick, do you know any gay priest jokes?" You know. So I love so she could put in her act. Yeah. Exactly. There's some great footage, y'all. On YouTube, if you ever want to watch her, and it's really—I wish I could just—if I could go back in time, just one day, I wish I could see that. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you could watch a performer. But the good news is that people like Daniel Nardicho—he's like bringing that back. He's taking over. um, What bar is he taking over? Eastern Block. Eastern Block. Right. Thanks. And with Alan Cumming, and it's going to be called Club Cumming Mm -hmm. in this September. And they're going to they're going to really do like a sexual vibe in there, but they're going to have like cabaret acts, and it's going to for people with Gregory. I mean, he's it's going to be really cool. So. I'm excited for what's Gregory going can on. Perform there, I'll perform there. It's here in New York. Yeah. It's on the Lower East Village, Side, or, East yeah. Village, and yeah, and so they're kind yeah. of keeping that whole thing alive. But um, let's bring out somebody else on our last episode. One, I was looking again, looking at numbers on how things went, and um, our last show with Master Joshua really, you know, garnered a lot of numbers. But also, it got a lot of people. I was talking to one of my friends back home, and he said, I, it got me really thinking about a lot of things. Joshua, can you come up? Or Master Joshua, can you come up here? <laughs> and he's in full. Yes, exactly. And he's How properly dressed. Yes, you're properly dressed. <laughs> and you're doing a demo later that we will shoot and we'll put up... Um, on our site tomorrow. But Absolutely. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I had a lot of fun the last time. I'm glad to be back. Thank you. Yeah. It was great. That, it was a great podcast. You got us thinking a lot yeah. about it. And I think I've just always been so curious about the BDSM, bondage, S&M world in general. And I like to think of myself as someone that's experimented. But I don't think I really... I think I was just talking a lot of, you know, <laughs> talking a lot of shit. But, um, <laughs> but when we went to one of your parties, Corrosion, and... Um, Carpenter went with me, and he, of course, had his bag of tricks, his flogs, and yes, he did. and like I said, where did he go? And you like were already like flogging somebody. <laughs> Myself, I was trying to look at the part and cue, and I'm just going to overview. But I ended up doing a session with you, two, one with another guy. Um, but the one I did with you, which is fireplay, was like emotional actually first of all was tell a little bit of people about what fireplay is well fireplay i use it as it's sort of my base on how i'll start uh most of my scenes when i engage with uh with people um i lay them out on a massage table and i'll pull out these what would be fondue sticks with a fire retardant tampon essentially is what it looks like (laughs) and i soak them in alcohol and uh i'll rub the body with it and i'll trace my hand over it to extinguish the flame after about a second to a second and a half, so I don't burn anyone. But getting someone on that table in the first place is, is a, a huge step in trust, because I mean, I'm putting alcohol on you and I'm lighting it on fire. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's, right. it's, uh, it's kind of a thing. Yeah. But, uh, so at it, your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it allows us to, to bond a lot faster. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. It puts us into a very rhythmic state, almost. It does. I mean, aside from the obvious that you're literally feeling the heat, it's um, like I was lying face down. So I never knew when he was where the fire was going to come. So sometimes 
it was like by my neck, sometimes by my ass, sometimes by my feet. And then you combine it with like grabbing and holding and sometimes it's caressing the person. Other times it's like a little roughhouse. And so I think a lot of it, in addition to just the, the obvious, the heat, is that y- you, d- you don't know what's coming next. And so, but you end up releasing if you do it right, right? Like releasing to you? Uh, well, it's, it's not really me and uh, as a... Well, the, two, the two of us the two work of us together. It's sort of like falling in sync. Right. Yes. You're working off of my energy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a connection. Absolutely. It's I'm, I'm working off of your body language and what you're telling me, what yeah. your body's telling me. And uh, when, when you lay on that table, and this is something I, I spoke with my partner about, when you lay on that table and you can feel the body start to loosen up and the head start to relax, because, I mean, we have so much that goes on in our day-to-day, to lay on a table and let someone touch you without the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. This right? time, this time. Yeah, yeah. This time, this time, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, to allow someone to, to take control of your body and, and to just feel and not think too much into it and just process what's going on with, your, with how you're being stimulated. Right. It changes a lot. And then we talked a lot afterwards that night, but then even a few days later, and we were talking offline tonight, um, that it really is, a, we both felt something. It was a unique experience, and that's what you're really trying to push a little bit further in this, in this world, right? Is yeah, that, my, that... my purpose behind essentially the BDSM education movement uh, and beyond is to learn how to connect with people individually. We all have the instant gratification of sex. Let's have an orgasm. But what about actually learning the person that you're talking to and exchanging information? Because putting a cock and coming is easy. Right. But sharing your darker, your deeper thoughts, your deeper fantasies, it's not. It's very hard to do. And it's a, it's a hurdle for many people, for most people. Which and is the, the whole trust thing. Which is know, where the, the whole trust thing comes right, in. Right, the whole trust even, you know, with, with BDSM, with fisting, with, uh, with you know, um, rope, whichever. There's a lot of, there, there has to be trust there on both sides. Yes. On both sides. And, and it, it makes me feel like a, like a better person when I can affect the person on the table, mm-hmm. when I can let them relax, when I can ease their tension or bring out things that they never thought were there. You also said something that was really uh, stuck with me was that um, and we did another show called Finding Your Fetish was that everybody has a fetish of some sort or something that and you're also trying to really just find that and unlock that and I think you're making people more comfortable to communicate that and not feel to tell people their deep dark secrets yeah, yeah exactly yeah, and they don't need to be deep dark secrets they can just no. they're just it, you know it's just I think who, that's it's part of the of, thing it's part it's, of who you are it's who we are <clears throat> yeah I think we think of them as deep dark yes. secrets and that just makes it more like oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like that process me. helps you hone in on what it is exactly that maybe your fetish that you don't know that it's your fetish or you don't know that it's something that exploring you are intri- it's yeah. exploring well I didn't know anything about you probably about- feel more comfortable after that kind of session Oh, even before, I mean, my, my purpose, my point is to get the person to open up and to say it's okay to have those desires, you know, and as we mentioned before, in my, for me, as long as there's no victims to what we do and everything, everyone's consenting, let us, let's, let's explore it. Right. Uh, so that's, that's where I get, that's my direction with it is I want to speak with people so that they can open up and be themselves Oftentimes, it's the first time in their lives that they're able to say something like that. And uh, it's important for me, and I, I take it with honor because it's a life-changing event. It's like someone who's been gay for 20 years and finally coming out to someone. That first time mm-hmm. you said, 
I'm gay to someone, and you said it out loud and you made it real. It's the same thing with our fetishes and our desires. It's, it's, it's deep. It's a part of us. It's before religion, before culture, before race, anything. It's part of our nature. And, and the community. Oh, go ahead. We, we had talked about that, too. It's like coming out again. Yeah, exactly. It's coming out again. You come out as a gay man or a gay woman or whatever, and then you, know, you come out with your fetish. You know, the, I also like to do this. You know, and that being able to express yourself and say what you really like and what you, what you want you know, is, is very releasing and very freeing. Very freeing. Very freeing. And just that communication, I can't you know, say enough of that, too. And, and you'll do, like, um, the day before, won't you have, like, roundtable or you do a brunch where you talk about this kind of stuff? And we, we have, before most of our events, we have a roundtable where we allow everyone from all walks of life experiences to come and sit and to share ideas or ask questions, or even just to sit and listen and, and validate their desires because someone else is speaking about it. Uh, no matter how unique we feel we are, we're not the only ones out there. You're not the only ones that like to get fisted. You're not the only ones that like to get peed on or drink it or pee on people or spank. There's a lot of us out there on many I like different all fields. I above, but I mean, is that... <laughs> well... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, awesome, awesome. And so people can find you again. We'll list it. Um, but um, the best way to find you is on FetLife. On FetLife. Uh, FetLife.com. Like Fetish. Yeah. Like fetish. Uh, it would be under Master Joshua NYC. Uh, on Instagram, it's master.joshua.wp. And you can also email me at master.joshua78 at Gmail. And I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you may have or point you in the right direction if I can't answer it. And, and I, can, I can tell you he is one of the few people that calls himself master that is approachable. You can approach him, you can talk to him, and he doesn't judge, and he doesn't you know, force his hand, so to speak. You know, when you want what you want, then, you know, that's, that's another story. But. <laughs> you got to get Jeremy in the, in the, on the table. <laughs> Well, no, thank you again. So thank and, you very much. And then we will do a demo and film it and put that up there. But cool. thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah, we just got, well, I want to bring up my next guest. Um, he was on our testosterone, a sex and testosterone episode. episode. Um, Lincoln, Stephen Lincoln. Please come up here from the Protein Bakery. He actually brought some um, really cool um, gift <coughs> bags. That Ooh, are nice. Actually, yeah, not gift bags, but we're going to hand them out. You will do that after. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fellow Madonna lover. I am fellow Madonna. Your hair looks so Do, amazing. Uh, like a... <laughs> Did you guys all see this? I didn't say I'm colorblind, I mean, so I needed the I'm distance being to pride, get away. I'm being My prideful. It's very nice. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, you are with the Protein Bakery. I am. And um, talk a little bit about that because it's like, I, just, I said this before, but I discovered your brownies, your cookies when I first moved here and they were at the Chelsea Cinemas and I fell in love with them. But what did you tell everyone? So in 1999, uh, I had lived in New York for a while and I had lost 82 pounds to become a fitness instructor, but I still had a sweet tooth. So I created a cookie that's higher protein, all natural, no wheat, no gluten, and we're kosher. Nice. And in December, I opened a storefront in Chelsea. So 
um, all the people who say there's no more gay businesses in Chelsea, there still are. And, mine's and brick and really mortar. Gay. A brick and mortar like, oh, really That's gay. the latest thing, yeah. <laughs> so come by, have a cookie, chat, be gay, be fabulous. It's fun. And I'm right next to the firehouse, so there's always firemen walking oh, out. Yeah. And your store is where? Right. Uh, 19th Street, right off of 7th Avenue, 144 West 19th. And then you go to proteinbakery.com. Got it. And you are preparing for... Like you said, you're going to your thirtieth. I am high school. My, so I was born and raised in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Walnut Creek, and the my thirty year high school reunion is the Saturday before Dory Alley. Dory Alley being, <laughs> and for those that right? don't, what Dory yeah. Alley is a uh, Folsom Street Fair is what everyone knows about the but leather. Right. So this is a smaller. M- more leather, more participants than watchers. Darker, a little dirtier. In an alley, right? I think that's what it, more yeah. participants than watchers. And who, that if you've been it. to Folsom lately, it's enormous. Oh yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. so many watchers. Like I was just saying, Folsom East this last week was like Folsom in San Francisco in the '90s. Yeah, but in the '90s, that's how Folsom yeah. was in San Francisco, right. which I actually really like. It's yeah. smaller. And we will be my other. Um, I'm launching. I'm not wearing it right now, but my Pulse accessory. Um, we're launching it at Folsom Street Fair this oh, year. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we'll be doing live broadcasts all day long. You've got a booth. Very nice. Yes, we've got a booth. And yeah, but you um, are preparing, so you're going to be going to like the high school. So reading. I'm preparing my body now for not only 30 years from high school, but also Dory Alley. It's great. Like, I don't drink, except for right now. Have a drink <laughs> with a little... Right please, now. have well, a drink. Well, the little it's rock pride. candy swirled oh, in yeah. Baca is pretty... Oh, did you put... It? <laughs> yeah, it's I, all I, his fault. It's not mine. People can't see it. I'll take a picture and put it, but I did a... It's so good. I did a candy bar um, in Yeah, addition. the candy bar is great, and if you take the rock... When's the last time you had rock candy and swirl in vodka for like 10 minutes and drink it? You're yes. Master. We're back. See was, you soon. Another Madonna <laughs> reference. <laughs> exactly. Candy shop. Very yes, nice. <laughs> yes. And um, on that episode, we talked a lot about testosterone. One of the stories that cracked me up was that when you go out, you'll... Like, you're going to go out, you're putting on your leather, because um, we're fellow leather men. I don't know. We are. We are, yeah, yes. leather men. Um, you'll jack off before you go out, just so that you can... Be, be. and not just be so, chasing. Yeah, right. So kind of get it out of your system. And that Does anyone else do that? Is that weird? Yeah, this, is that, all of a that's just not weird at all. You do it, right? That's just not to weird like, at all. Take, Gregory, take the edge I mean, off. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. are nodding for everyone. On, well, on just but, but I was like, well, are you still going to be like be able to pick up guys when you're in the bar? Are you still going to? He's like, oh yeah, no Not problem. A problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was that? You just take your time. Yes. Yeah, because that's I think, what it's about. And I had asked my trainer at the time, like, you know, is it bad to jerk off before you go to work out? Is that going to like diminish? And he says, if you feel it, do it. But. And but I'm also learning. Legs. Remember when he said he brought that up? He's like, uh, always when I do legs. After do legs. legs. Yeah. Because on that episode, we were talking about testosterone and, and it, doing like heavy leg workouts builds up a lot of testosterone, testosterone. And so you're just like, you know, on fire. Yeah. Fire. Fire. Yes, exactly. Yeah, baby. But thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank this you for was, having me. Yes. Enjoy Protein Bakery. And everyone and come visit you, the And shop. I want you back please. on the show because um, we, we talked about other stuff we want to talk about. I would love that. Please. Thank I, you I so never much. shut up. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What time are we at? Because I know we're... I'm good for time. It's time. It's time? Yeah. All right. Well... Do, I, what's that? <laughs> it's too early. I know. I know. This is our first Well, then come up and talk with us. Broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone in our audience want to come up and talk and, and, and we can put you on the hot seat? We'll ask you all kinds yeah, of sexual questions. Yeah, we can ask... Two of Jeremy's co-workers are in that house. How you doing? Tell us your name. Matthew. 
Okay. Hi, Matthew. Did Matthew. You, so you work, you work with uh, Jeremy, right? Yeah, for like seven years. Have you, did he tell you about? <laughs> oh no, I don't think Matt ever. This Jeremy was the had, first time that he's I, ever this heard this This is a millennial story. thing. <clears throat> like Jeremy has this thing. Of, like, did you know? He didn't, of course, tell you that he's on a podcast or anything like that, right? Well, that slipped out at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When he started like bringing advertisements to the store, like oh, I never oh, figured yeah. out that Thank way. you. <laughs> yeah. For that, yes. yes. Did you know about well, that? Didn't know about that story. I don't think. No, I didn't know. Have you time. ever used your boss? Because you have the same boss. Have you ever used your boss's apartment for a quickie? Oh yeah, a few oh, times. You have? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I gotta meet this at, boss. They work at a. <laughs> they both work at a, a, a boutique on in Hell's Kitchen that is caters to like the gay crowd. It's that you have like underwear, you know, sexy garb and stuff like that. Dildos. Dildo. Oh, really? Yeah. Poppers. Yeah. Yeah. Poppers. Yeah. Lube. We got cock rings. Really. 49th and 9th, come. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Come say hi. Come so, say hi. Just, do, do you guys ever so come in yeah, there like and, and change and try on stuff and are like, you know, trying to get your guys' attention? Every or, day. Every Literally, day, really? Like, every day. Well, I think. How does that work? Do they like leave the, <laughs> like they don't close the well, dressing the room? Well, the curtains, they're very like, they're kind of see-through. Sheer. <laughs> they're sheer. It's never anyone that you want to see. Just like I said about nude beaches, it's like always... Yeah. Just annoying people. They come people. in. They come yeah. in to like show off. You know, they get off a little bit on it. They buy nothing and then they leave. Oh know? really? But they, you... they come in. They try in a bathing suit and get hard and try to get you to touch them. And, yeah. yeah. They they get our attention. They ask for like, oh, does this look good? You know. Have you ever personally met anybody that it like anything happened? Maybe not there, but later. Well, there, yeah. There and later. And later. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can't go into. You know, oh details, sure. But. We are on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> but. But hi, yeah. okay. I've yeah. never thought of that, but that's interesting. I, yeah. Again, that's kind of like my naked, you know, walking naked. But Being I'm, comfortable type of situation. But, you, but yeah. if you go on, like, you know, the sites and everything like that, there's always these people, like, putting the camera and, and filming themselves in the dressing room or on the subway. Yeah. Gregory, is that you? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you. Exactly. <laughs> Clothed, clothed, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Wow. Do you have any questions to put him on the spot while he's here? I don't know. <laughs> I know. We I, know everything. I know about enough each. dirty secrets okay, about each yeah, other. Yeah, we're not about. He doesn't know that story, oh, but he knows share. a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> enough about me. Oh. Enough, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for this, having me here. And you, uh, we can visit you at um, Tag. We can Tag. say the name, yeah. right? Tag. Tag. We can right. say the name. Do you, are you guys doing anything for free advertisement? Um, on the Same store? thing, you know, selling lots of rainbows and triangles. <laughs> hot, hot. Thank you so much. All right. Thank Absolutely. you. Thanks. Cool, cool. Well, I think that's about time. Oh, look at you. You've got this. Oh, yes. The new uh, Apple is now doing a gay watch band for the Apple Watch. That's Isn't great. it fabulous? Yes. So, yes, I saw it, and I saw it, so I had to buy it. Awesome. Well, I so. want to cheers. Let's bring up our... You've been drinking your champagne. <laughs> this is supposed to be our cheers moment. Oh, that was for the end. <laughs> Sorry. Well, this is um, I want to thank, oh, okay. thank all our, our, our listeners who have really supported the show and given us their feedback. We're gonna, we're, we are um, really going to like push the show a lot more. Um, I always listen to feedback. We've got like some great shows um, about like prep and HIV prevention, mm-hmm. but keeping it in a hot sexual... Story: We've got Jeremy and I are doing one with uh, Columbia University, a doctor mm-hmm. and an outreach person, mm-hmm. and then somebody from the gay men's um, health crisis also mm-hmm. is going to be on the show. And again, but we're, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep it exciting. Like Joey and I will be in Mykonos for Circuit Sex. 
we won't be, we, maybe we will be separately having circuit sex, yes. <laughs> um, but we want to thank you all for listening. And, and if, if you want to advertise, yes. please call us. Yes. You know, um, the email addresses and Facebook, whatever. Yes, at yes. Talk About Gay Sex. At Talk About Gay Sex. Please, Twitter, yes. Instagram. We're looking, our... for, we're looking for advertisers who can keep us going. Thank you, yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Carpenter. Yes, hello. Thinking, think, thanks, Mary. <laughs> sure, Mary. Well, cheers. Thank cheers. you, Happy Mike. Pride to everybody. Happy, Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Thank you, studio audience. Thank you, my two co-hosts. <laughs> Bye. Well, thanks for joining us for our very first live broadcast that was recorded on June 21st. You can see that live video recorded episode on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at talk about gay sex. For all other inquiries, you can reach me at Steve at talk about gay sex. That's Steve at talk about gay sex. Thanks for joining us continue having hot gay sex and we will talk to you soon.